the Lord spoke to me. So the Lord has only audibly spoke to me twice in my life. And the first time was in grade nine. And the last time (laughs) was on that beat. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 116 Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you for viewing, liking, subscribing. Uh, today we have a special guest. We do. Would you like to introduce? Yes, today we have with us Pastor Cheryl. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yay. <laughs> Hi. All right. Uh, so let's start off. Uh, what's your positive of the week? My positive of the week? Yes. Uh, so this week I was on Facebook Marketplace and I was trying to find like these chairs that we could use because we're trying to set up um a room to film in now so we don't have to go everywhere (laughs) anyway so i was looking for deals on facebook marketplace i found these two chairs and they were really nice but they were three hundred dollars yeah but i was thinking should i maybe i don't know and then i messaged them they never responded but then i found chairs that looked almost identical for thirty dollars oh wow and so i contacted they were a bit dirty but they were very dirty they were very dirty but i was like you know what um even if they don't fully come clean like i could resell them for more than 30 Mm dollars afterwards so Mm -hmm. um messaged the lady went and picked it up and they were very dirty she has children and they were like kitchen chairs i think she said she was using them for and so (laughs) they're very dirty (laughs) but then we cleaned them i have this thing it's called the little green machine and it like, too. yeah it it's works awesome. it works really well yeah. <laughs> so we cleaned it and they look brand new oh no nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my positive so what's your positive that we my positive um this week i've been talking with my son about what's next he's going into grade 12 he's not he's finishing grade 12 <laughs> there you <we> go <laughs> <laughs> and just encouraging him to go deeper with the Lord Mm -hmm. and um, so we've been talking about Bible college and then I got an email from a friend that uh, actually Joshua's best friend's mom and she was like I'd really like to see my son go to Bible college we've been talking about it do you think Josh would be interested in doing something like this and I'm like no way (laughs) (laughs) this is totally a God thing the timing is amazing I am so on board with this. Um, So anyway, I just talked to Josh and said, you know, hey, um, your friend is also talking with his mom about Bible college. And he's like, yes. Mom, did you have something to do with this? (laughs) No, really, really. It's totally a God thing. Uh, I met with her yesterday, and we both believe that it was like God's timing even just connecting with each other. It was amazing mm. to have hearts that are truly uh, connected mm-hmm. toward, you know, seeing God's vision and His yeah. purpose in our families. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it was pretty positive. I'm excited. Wow. That is really exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Natty, what is your positive? My positive of the week. Uh, we have been trying to get... Uh, onto different platforms Uh, so we have like tiktok instagram facebook Mm -hmm. everywhere um yeah we're everywhere (laughs) but yeah uh our instagram it was going but it was very slow didn't pick up as much as Mm -hmm. our facebook page and also our instagram and our our facebook and tiktok Mm -hmm. and so uh this week i decided hey like why why won't i just post some reels uh, Instagram reels and so I posted them thinking hey it's not gonna be you know it's not gonna pop off or anything <laughs> at the time we had I think it was like 220 subscribers or followers yeah. and so I posted one reel uh, which was me talking about my haircut experience <laughs> in Thailand and uh, I just posted it. it was like midnight and mm-hmm. I posted it thinking nothing would happen mm-hmm. and then the next thing I know, my phone is just blowing up with <laughs> likes and people viewing it. And mm-hmm. I think it already has over 4,000 views and like 400 mm-hmm. likes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we ended up gaining over like 200 followers, and yeah. which was insane. All from so, one video. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so uh, that was my positive of the week, seeing, you know, our message getting out there and yeah. people liking it and following totally. us. 
So yeah, yeah. it was really cool. We're gonna have to post more reels now yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> mm -hmm, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So back to Pastor Cheryl. Mm. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do now. Me. Um, am I going backwards? I am from originally from mm -hmm. Newfoundland. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, lots of people go, really? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you know Canada, then you'd realize that we have a whole new, uh, a whole different culture from the other. Yeah. <laughs> so people usually Definitely. go, really? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I left home to go to Bible college to study theology. Uh, actually, I left home to study missions mm -hmm. and um, ended up doing many different things, yeah. uh, but definitely did missions. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's another question you have. <laughs> but I'm actually uh, the family life pastor and women's ministry pastor here at Gospel Center, mm -hmm. where you've met me, and Anita's <laughs> worked with me for years, mm -hmm. and I just love her. Um, and yeah, that's who I am. I'm also a mother of three teenagers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um, husband, my husband Wayne, uh, he's a teacher, and yeah, we are just loving life and absolutely loving being here at Gospel Center and just um, embracing the culture of this community. Mm -hmm. And it's so various, and I love it. <laughs> and um, just seeing how God in every moment just connects and pieces and weaves together all the same meaning. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> it, it's exciting, and I'm excited for what's to come. Like, yeah. there's no lull in this life. God mm -hmm. just continues to give and surprise and yeah it's pretty awesome that's good mm, that's good yeah my question is how did you end up getting into missions because that's not you know uh, a lot of people mm. don't really go into that True. program and stuff like that so how did you end up getting into your missions program at your bible college well when i was I always wanted to do ministry. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to serve in some way. I remember as a child, uh, my mother would take us to prayer meetings, and uh, we would have. There would always be a, a lady that would encourage us to pray and seek the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came to God at a, a really young age. Mm -hmm. um, my mother, the same night, and um, we would pray God's will, we would pray over, you know, what's forward. Anyway, when I was in, I knew ministry in some form was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Not so much that I was going to be a pastor, mm -hmm. uh, but I remember when I was in grade nine, a missionary came to the church, and um, he, had, he had prayed over the whole group, but then just felt led to pray for different people. And I remember um, the Lord speaking to me and being called, I felt like called away. So called to a place where there was this beach and the waves were crashing and it was like the Lord, there was a voice and the Lord was saying, uh, the fields, even though it was an ocean, <laughs> the fields are white yeah. and ready for harvest. Harvest. Mm -hmm. uh, ripe and ready for harvest. And uh, the next thing he said was, it was scripture, but he said, will you go? Mm. Um, and I was like, totally. Like, I was always, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. right? And uh, because I was just so excited about my faith, always. Like, it was something, and I think it was something that God did in me when I was very, very young, mm -hmm. uh, because I see now that it's different mm -hmm. <laughs> than <Yeah>. others <laughs> of that age. So, yeah, I, I knew then that I was supposed to do something more than, you know, I was talking about a teacher and physiotherapy. It was always about serving and loving mm -hmm. people. So I know that that's the direction I was going to go. Psychology, mm -hmm. it, was all, it was all the same thing mm -hmm. but not thinking oh pastoral mm -hmm. so anyway when i was in grade 11 
grade 12, beginning of the year, the Lord spoke to me again and pretty much said the same thing. It wasn't a vision. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't anything like a voice, but it was it was that prodding of you said you would go, you said mm-hmm. you would follow. What are you doing? And I was more <laughs> pursuing secular education at the time. Okay. And I'm like, I have to go to Bible college. Like <laughs> that's just and I, even going, I wasn't sure what I, what I was. I just knew I had to go. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I applied and I heard back before Christmas and I was surprised by the excitement that I had yeah. to go. Uh, and so, yeah, I went to Bible college. Uh, my first year was in missions. And then I had a professor, a Lyman Kula Thungam, And if anyone who knows me is watching, you'll know who he is. Because <laughs> a lot of us had him. And um, just an amazing man of God, humble and smart and he took the time to just talk with the students. Mm-hmm. And so he would go around and he would see you and he would say, I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. You need to come to my office. And so he made you feel like you're important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in a school of hundreds and you're like, mm-hmm. hi. <laughs> very, yeah, I'm very shy. I'm so shy. Yeah, not anymore. anyway it was in one of those conversations that we talked about missions i talked about the fact that i was a young woman Mm. and what was my means to get into the these countries or and i wasn't even sure where the lord was calling me Mm -hmm. i assumed it was africa because the vision in grade nine i you know you're trying to figure out where the lord is calling you and it has to be this Mm -hmm. but my heart was always uh, always leaning toward there because when I grew up the needs were there Mm -hmm. you know Uh, the needs are everywhere but I remember specifically the needs were there Mm -hmm. and and so that's just what I thought I was going to do and so uh, Eastern is where I went Uh, they had a program when you got into your third year you went abroad to Pan-Africa Bible College so that's why I chose there Mm-hmm. that college but then after i was probably in my second term when i had the conversation with kula thungam i think i'm saying it right <laughs> forgive me if i'm not <laughs> um and he said have you thought about education like that will open the door for you yeah uh visas will be easier to get you can still pursue kingdom ministries you could still be pastor and that wasn't even really what my pursuit was anyway it was just mm-hmm. lord i'm here show me yeah <laughs> right mm-hmm. um so it like i left his office and i changed my um i changed what i was studying in year two and when i got into year three uh i thought i could still go to pan africa bible college Mm. And then I was told, no, you need to be in the missions program for that. I'm like, no. (laughs) I was devastated because I'm like, Lord, I came here because I thought this was the direction I was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the Lord, he sees, he knows, he leads, he directs, like he knows, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I licked my wounds, <laughs> kept going, because I still felt I was, education was the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I finished, and I wasn't done long, and then I was, I actually had friends who were in South Korea, and they were working in academies, and uh, they called them hogwans. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, so that's another story. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? We can talk about your time in South Korea. How long were you there for and what sort of things were you doing? Um, I spent nine years in Korea. Wow. Oh, and a year in Japan. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. No, I don't no. think so. <laughs> That's a long time. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I went originally to try out a year mm-hmm. because I had planned to come back and do my master's at Ashland Seminary. So I had that all set up, and 
I stayed too long in Korea. <laughs> a decade passed, and yeah, life was quite different when I came back. Even mm. Canada was different. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. Were so, you there for the whole like nine years? Did yes. You come back. Uh, we came back for my sister's wedding and for my wedding. Wow. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. wow. That's a really yeah. long time. It, it didn't feel like it. Yeah. And mm. even when we left, it was like, this, like, this is a huge chapter mm-hmm. to be closing. But yeah. uh, I went originally um, through the Bible College. They had some... Um, contacts there and so i went the first year to teach in what you call a hagwan or an academy okay and while i was there um halfway through the term i taught bible i taught drama and english an academy is like a after school not really after school but kids go there for their english mm-hmm. okay. uh i went to a business and taught uh, at uh, hyundai and that's where I met my husband. Oh. <laughs> and I taught uh, adults in the evenings. Wow. <laughs> so it was a very busy year. Mm-hmm. Close to halfway through, I met my husband. Not really. A guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was funny and kind. And uh, we, yeah, we got to know each other in Canadian Mm. People were like, you're going to Asia. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> going to marry an Asian. <laughs> mm, didn't happen. <laughs> Got a Canadian from Alberta. From Alberta. You met <laughs> yeah. in South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got to know each other. And he was working at a Christian boys high school. Oh, okay. And they were hiring someone close to the end of the school year. And they invited me to come. So uh, it was called, um, what was the school? Shinsung? Shinsung. Mm-hmm. I think Wayne might be like, you totally got it wrong. <laughs> I can't remember. Just a boys' high school in a city outside of Seoul mm-hmm. um, called Anyang. Hello, city. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we, it, was, it was a wonderful experience. I taught grade 10 mm-hmm. English. I also had Bible study. Uh, in the mornings for the sports kids, uh, mostly golf. Oh. Yeah, these kids uh, did school sometimes at different times, and everyone had to do chapel. They did have a chaplain there who was Korean. Mm -hmm. This school uh, was a higher-end school that hired English teachers, and a lot of their Korean teachers spoke English as well. And uh, so if you know anything about Asia, they're very um, dedicated to meeting the bar in education. Mm -hmm. So uh, high school is quite a stressful time, you know, for the kids anyway. Uh, And they just, they work all day in school and then they go home and the parents send them to academies or hagwans Mm -hmm. and uh, they study till Mm -hmm. bedtime. Wow. Wow. It's childcare and it's life until grade 12. Oh, wow. Wow. You take this terribly stressful uh, entrance exam to university that mm. determines this exam will determine if you go to university, if you go to college, if you're going to be an electrician, yeah. if you're going to be a hairdresser. And mm. this kind of... It uh, determines your life, basically. Definitely, definitely. So uh, quite stressful. Yeah. Wow. So we were there two years, and then um, what did we do after? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in between that, we came home and got married. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then went back, and that was different. Going back as a married person. Yeah, yeah that would I be bet. different. <laughs> when I went there, I lived with a Korean family. Okay. And so uh, they were able to teach me to write Korean and to, you know, they have an alphabet type like us, but not. (laughs) Uh, And so I learned how to read and write. And I used to call it baby language because I could totally communicate with their children. (laughs) Uh, But this is my first year. So it did get better. 
Uh, yeah, and then my second year, I moved in with the high school, a high school teacher that taught grade 11, mm-hmm. and she was from the States. And then, then when we went back and got married, Wayne and I, of course, moved in and uh, <laughs> finished our time at the school. Okay. And then actually we went to Japan for a year, Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, we worked at um, a women's college. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, in Kitakogane. Wow. Yeah, just outside um, Tokyo. Oh. Yeah, that was a wonderful experience. Loved Tokyo. My husband really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have migraines. I have oh. migraines, and you're again. If you know me from <laughs> past, present. You'll know, yeah, she does. Well, Tokyo was like, I'm going to die migraines. Um, So I loved it. We had a great group of friends. We were involved in a church in Tokyo, and my students were amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would do life, and then I would collapse at home. Yeah, so uh, we would have, you know, earthquakes and funny story. (laughs) <laughs> Tell, us. So, <laughs> Tell us, please. We just get to Tokyo, and we're going to sleep because we're tired, but our apartment is near the trains. Okay. And mm-hmm. so sometimes when the trains pass, the apartment will shake. Mm-hmm. It was like a four, four not duplex, triplex. What quad. Quad? Yeah. <laughs> is there such a thing? Quad. Is there? Yeah, anyway, um, so we're sleeping, and... The room starts to shake, and I'm like, my husband's exhausted. I'm like, wait, is that an earthquake? <laughs> and he's like, no, go back to sleep. <laughs> and it starts shaking more, and then the, the drawers come out, and I can hear things falling. I'm like, I'm sure it's an earthquake. And oh. he's like, it's not, Cheryl. You're imagining things. Go back to sleep. <laughs> so I did, oh. and I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> so the next morning, this guy that was down came up, and he's like, Hey guys, did you like? Did you feel the earthquake last night? And he's telling us on the magnitude of it, and we're like, oh. "I'm like, go back to sleep." What? <laughs> I says, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah, like so we go out, and the the kitchen drawers are all out, oh. and it was my first earthquake. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I'm scared, and my husband told me it was a train. (laughs) 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 I'm thinking of another time. We don't have cockroaches here. No, No. I've never seen a cockroach in Canada. Yeah, they they do exist. Are they here? Yeah, Yeah, quite a bit. (laughs) Not that big. (laughs) Not not that big. Definitely not that big. So that's another thing. I'm like, so we're before I married Wayne. My roommate and I are in there, and they know how much I don't like. Bugs. <laughs> so Denise sees the cockroach behind me and she's like, her and Wayne are kind of talking with their eyes and stuff. And I'm like, what are you guys up to? And they're like, nothing. Just don't turn around. Oh, no. And they're like oh, no, trying no, to get no. me to leave. And I'm like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> and so they're like trying to get this cockroach out of the living room and it's about this big. Oh. <laughs> and so they get it out and they close the door and they tell me and I'm like <laughs> that to say I don't like cockroaches so we're in Japan same kind of thing uh, I'm sleeping and mm, my nose is itchy and I'm like oh no <laughs> and I'm like oh you know and then I kind of have a bit of a cold so I have a you know I'm thinking you know how you're half asleep and you're like, you feel yeah. like your nose is dripping up here? Yeah. I'm like, that makes no sense. And I like wipe it away. And then I feel, oh. there's something on me. And he turns on the light. And he, Wayne is like, there's nothing here, Cheryl. He's such a like, mm. Calm person. Yeah. And I'm like, there's totally something in this room. Yeah. And I wouldn't turn off the light. And then I look on the wall right above the bed and there's this, cockroach and i'm just like oh, oh i'm just going straight out so yeah i don't like bugs no you know i've had uh, one cockroach in thailand fly at me i don't know oh. if you've ever seen flying yes. cockroaches they're so scary and mm-hmm. it's like really loud and it's like <laughs> straight at no me. i freaked out and ran out the room <laughs> i've been to thailand yeah. i wasn't used to the geckos 
Mm. Oh, yeah. We went there for vacation because when you work in the colleges, you get a February vacation. Yeah. And you get a summer vacation during the rains and the winter. Yeah. Yeah. But... I didn't realize this. There's a gecko in the room, but the geckos are everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere. But at the time, I'm like, it's like a bigger bug. <laughs> and so we rented this hut because how cool is it to rent a hut? Mm-hmm. But when we go in, there's like the first thing we see is this lizard on the wall. And I'm like, can you get rid of that? And the lady goes, no, ma'am. That is like an honor to have in your room. Oh. And I'm like, no. <laughs> we went to the hotel part of it. And later on, of course, we've been to Thailand a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We realized, yeah, that wasn't a big deal. No. We yeah. could have had that nice hut, but I was so terrified of them. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Little oh. gecko wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <No>. it would. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... I, we spent um, quite a few years in Korea, mm-hmm. and we worked um, at a couple of colleges. And the last uh, place we were working before we actually came back to Canada was Handong de Hakyo. And um, my first day at Handong, the students, all the freshman students, are coming in, and it's a Christian school, mm-hmm. and so they they start off chapel. They have a pastor on on. I mean, they have a law school and education, and you know they have. It's a normal school, mm-hmm. but the prof speak, the professors speak English, and a lot of them teach in English. And so we get kids from all over the world. And I think we were there four or five years. But uh, my first day there, I'm like standing up waiting for all the all the teachers and the kids to go in. And I hear Cheryl, Shadow Slinging. <laughs> and I'm like looking around, like, that's teacher mm. and professors kissing him. So someone's saying, Cheryl, teacher Cheryl, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no one knows me here. And I turn around, <laughs> and there's a couple of kids that are freshmen going in, and they were my high school students from Anyan. Oh, yeah, wow. so they chosen to come to um, Handong and it was like such a nice meeting mm-hmm. and just watching them grow yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, I loved working there. It was fun to work in the language department yeah. but also to see how much the university invested in kingdom ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So we stayed there until I was pregnant had Joshua mm-hmm. my first son and um, he was almost a year old when uh, both my husband and I were feeling like it was time to go back home mm-hmm. okay. not because we didn't love where we were we loved mm-hmm. our jobs and it couldn't have been any better like yeah. it was wonderful yeah. wonderful yeah. experience wonderful friends great people uh, but we felt God calling us back mm-hmm. to Canada mm-hmm. I have a question um, about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So how, was there like a really big cultural difference between Japan and South Korea? Yes. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Again, we loved Tokyo. Um, Japanese people at that time. I can only give you my experience, mm-hmm. but very polite, yeah. um, very nice. Like there was no really rude people that we encountered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seemed a little more Americanized. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Koreans, I, I feel like they were still, you know, quite progressive in some areas, but they mm-hmm. weren't, I didn't feel like they were thriving to be American. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, so... I found in Korea, uh, how can I say, the people were loud and in your face and in your <laughs> life, and I love that. I'm from Newfoundland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's my culture. Yeah. <laughs> but they loved you wholeheartedly, and mm. if they didn't like you, they didn't like you wholeheartedly. <laughs> Just to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and again, it's 
my experience. Yeah. Um, Japan, I didn't see that as much. People were polite. Mm. And if they didn't like me, I didn't know because mm. you didn't see that kind yeah. of outburst yeah. or, yeah, they were very controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, school is school, kids are kids. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> They're into different things, but, you know, like the fashion was very European. Mm. Uh, Korea was the tip shoes the and the... Skinny jeans, and, the, <laughs> and now this is 20 years ago. Sorry, Korean, and you look nothing like that now. Uh, it was just different, different yeah. from here. I remember some students saying they were going to go for a summer to America, and um, what should they wear? I said, not that. Because <laughs> the style at the time was not here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we kind of laughed together. But uh, mm. just amazing, amazing. That's interesting. Yeah, I find I find cultural differences so interesting. Because mm. also, like you, people usually like lump some Asia and like mm-hmm. Asian cultures, but they're also different and they're so unique. Different. I just I find all these differences so interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way they eat is different. The yeah. the, the rules for um, picking up a bowl of rice or not eating the bowl of rice mm. picked up. Like there's just so many different things from one yeah. culture to the other but yeah it was so funny when i came back to canada uh, i worked in a korean church so it was easier to start off uh doing that here mm-hmm. but um then once i was i resigned that church and i went to another a canadian church it was weird it was like yeah. cultural yeah. shock i remember uh, a senior man Introducing himself, and I went, <laughs> and then I just felt my face go burgundy. I'm like, because <laughs> that's just respect. And I'm yeah. like, oh my word, that was embarrassing. Oh. Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> so, just getting used to not bowing anymore. Yeah. Uh, that was funny at times. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Asian culture tends to not like do any sort of like handshake or anything. It's they, very distant. They use two hands. Yeah. When they do they extend their hands, but I think that's changed mm. that's because of um, you know North American and yeah. you know influence from other countries. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it would definitely be less touching. Less touching. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like. The more um, dense cities and the more like westernized cities are, you know, more westernized. So mm-hmm. like they do the handshaking, they do the loud talking and stuff. But as soon as you head out to the rural areas, I could speak for Thailand because mm-hmm. I was there a lot uh, for a while. Um, they tend to be quiet, very reserved, uh, keep Koreans. their distance. And <laughs> Not Koreans. Koreans are opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, <they're> everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But I think they're just people that live life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say your experience in Korea and Japan and Asia has shaped uh, the way that you teach children here mm-hmm. in Canada as well? Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved children. At a very young age, I experienced knowing God, mm-hmm. being filled with His Spirit, and even directing me into my future. So... I've always known that the heart of a child is so important mm-hmm. to guard it. The yeah. scripture says, out of the heart flows the wellspring of life. And so mm-hmm. children are vulnerable and they, they're accepting and they're loving. But, you know, how can we work with kids where we are entrusted to them mm-hmm. and shape them, but not? rush their spirits in the process of shaping them, right? Yeah. So um, I didn't work a lot with children. Mm-hmm. I worked uh, my first year yeah. with little children, but the rest of the time it was university or college students. Okay. Okay. Um, so I would honestly say it wasn't until I came back to Canada that I actually was more into working with kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um and that would have been in my second year, the latter, latter part, because even when I came back, I was working uh, 
here in the city, Hanan Changno Kyohei. So it was, um, at that time, it was near Capilano, okay. close to Millwoods. And um, I worked with the English congregation, the English and the Korean met at the same time in two different parts of the church. And um, I worked with the teenagers. So it wasn't until later when the children's pastor resigned and they needed someone to fill that role that they said, would you take that on? Because you speak English, the children speak English, we don't mm-hmm. want to put a Korean. Well, they, they'd they had English Sunday school up to that point, and I'm like, I love kids, sure. <laughs> uh, but that was my first experience mm-hmm. uh, pastoring kids Mm -hmm. and then uh i they had someone cover the youth so you you really um you really build relationship with youth Mm -hmm. you know and so that being changed quickly i think that was hard on some of the youth that i formed some relationships with yeah Mm -hmm. i was still in the building still working there but um that was hard but for me, I had the children who were instantly loving, instantly mm-hmm. adoring you mm-hmm. and you back, right? So the relationship is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, how would I relate it to working in Asia? Well, I, um, I don't really think that contributes to, I think it's more my experience as a child mm-hmm. that gives me the desire and helps me to see how much children can do yeah and uh not to limit your expectations for them because they can do pretty yeah mm-hmm. big things mm-hmm. yeah yeah so asia would be more um it honed in on my teaching ability mm-hmm. it uh, gave me confidence and taught me how to do things well and not only that, but to do things <laughs> last minute. <laughs> oh, can you do this? And when? For tomorrow. Oh, sure. <laughs> so you always have to be on top of your game to do what you've been called to do. Yeah. Yeah. But to do it with a willing heart. Mm. I know a few of my friends left and, and they'd had bad experiences. Yeah. But it's sometimes, not saying it was them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's how you condition your heart and what you prepare yourself to yep. to do and how to respond when things aren't perfect. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippians 4 and 8 says, fix your eyes, uh, uh, fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable and uh, pure, right, pure, lovely, mm-hmm. and admirable. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, to think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy. And I think that contributed a lot to forming my ministry Mm -hmm. and even coming here and working with the kids. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, that is good. It goes to show that, like, how powerful your thoughts are Mm -hmm. because they're thoughts before their actions. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. The mindset that you have going into any sort of place area of ministry work mm-hmm. definitely changes the direction the experience that you have there so yeah it's good really it's important. Like <laughs> i went to school in ontario so i did my internship in niagara falls and then i worked at a, a acer school there and there was a little girl she was actually the senior pastor's kids and uh she was struggling with her math and she was just so you know mm-hmm. sad and her brother went over and I'd never really seen this before. It was just so cute. And he put his arm around her and like this is like five and six year olds. Okay. You know, said her name and said, you know, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Oh. And it was just matter of fact. It's my it's my encouragement to you today. And I'm like, powerful, right? Yeah. Like Very. don't give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's and those little things that count, you know. Uh, sure. And is. build you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sure is. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> that is very cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I have another question. Um, what was, if you haven't said it already, what was your most memorable experience working overseas? I have a couple. Okay. Some are good. Some are not. And I mean, like, not personal, but mm -hmm. stuff that impacts you and you take it away with you and you go, oh, my. Like, mm -hmm. that's going to be in my head forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was in Korea, I worked at a church as well as each. Mm -hmm. So I, I always did that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I had Joshua that I had to choose between one or the other because it was mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. Um, but I remember, um, again, I worked at three churches, but the last one uh, was in a city called Ulsan. And it was a port city. And so a lot of African oil companies would bring in their platforms to be built there. And so they would bring in their people and they would um, stay for two years or so, or maybe longer. Mm. And I remember um, starting at this particular church. So I worked for, uh, there were mega churches. One wasn't, one was a small church. Mm -hmm. But the three others, actually I worked for four, the, <laughs> the, they were big churches, and I'm like seven, ten thousand. 10,000. Wow. So wow. we had a ministry within the building. We weren't part of it but we were um funded working with uh, yeah. an elder within that congregation anyway uh we had you know when i went there there were probably less than 20 people and uh, a couple nigerians a couple mongolians and I remember exactly, 12 Russians, <laughs> and then a few Koreans. And that, uh, that was the first week, and then the second week, you'd get a lot of different people coming from the factories. Okay. Uh, they may not speak English, but they don't speak Korean either. Mm -hmm. So they come to um, experience church, or they come because there was a ministry that took them shopping after, and they got a meal. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever reason they came, we got all different types of all different ethnics in the church. I loved it. Yeah. And I was only there two weeks, and then uh, a company from Nigeria came in, and they came. With it came like 100 people. Mm -hmm. So over 80 of them attended our church. Mm -hmm. And so our church went from like 20 to 30, to a hundred and something yeah. within the month that I was there it was oh. nothing about me. <laughs> it's just the way it worked. Yeah. And we did life together. I loved it. We worshiped, we danced, mm -hmm. we, we went and discovered things. Mm -hmm. um, the greatest highlight was uh, there was, um, there was a Muslim family that was a part of the group. Now the Nigerians would meet midweek uh, with their company members and pray with them. Mm -hmm. And so he had come to know about God more personally through that group, and he started attending the church. And then he decided, like, this was huge because that's not something. You can be a Christian, of course, in Nigeria, mm -hmm. yeah. but they don't really allow you to convert. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, he did, and his mm -hmm. family came over from Nigeria to join him because of it, and we had a water baptism. Now, I work for a Presbyterian church, and I'm very Pentecostal. <laughs> 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 um, so usually whoever I worked for knew that. It wasn't a conflict of interest until this one particular time when we wanted to do a baptism, and almost all the, the Nigerian group were actually Pentecostal. Mm. full gospel and so they as well as i wanted to baptize them by immersion mm. Mm. and the senior pastor who was very knowledgeable in the word uh we kind of just went back and forth with you know all well, the scripture that says this and i would say the scripture says this and it was really about the heart we needed to come into alignment, right? Yeah. And so a Saturday night he called and he said, do it your way. <laughs> and so 
I, he's a great man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was great because I knew that's what the people wanted. I yeah. mean, it's the condition of the heart again. Yeah. But I did want to follow the way Jesus did it. And so mm-hmm. we went down to Ulsan Beach. And uh, they, we sang and we had uh, water baptism. Wow. There was another man called Anayo. And he was a pastor as well, but he worked with the Shell Company. And he would sometimes uh, stand in for me if I went somewhere on vacation or whatever, because mm. I was there a few years. And uh, he helped me with the, the water baptism, but it was just, it was like a dream. It was so anointed. Mm. And so that was probably my highlight and having my baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the hardest things was I had went back, going back to talking about school. Um, I remember Wayne and I were walking because we could walk to school. It was pretty close. And it was during exam times. And this boy, um, the teachers were all kind of down. It was a three or four story building. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers shouted out to Wayne and said, don't let Cheryl see. Don't look. And I'm mm. like, of course, someone tells you not to look. You're going to look. <laughs> yeah. And there was a body on the ground. Oh. And I was just like, wow. Like, it was shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one of the kids uh, had gone to the top of the building and jumped off oh. to the top of the school. And if it is. And if you read about, you know, Things I was there during what they called IMF when the finances um, was really bad and the the Koreans and the Japanese different people. I'm not sure if it was Japan because we were in Korea, but IMF had to come in and um, help them through mm-hmm. it. And when that happens, you know they have to agree to terms. Remember, I said. I felt like in Japan they were very open to American yeah. things, and uh, in Korea when I went now twenty years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they were I think they were just trying to conserve preserve their culture as much as they could, mm-hmm. yeah. and so they weren't as open to Americanization. Yeah. Uh, but when IMF came in, there were certain things that they didn't have control over anymore. They had mm. to international trade was one of them Mm. so and again i'm not a politician but i remember being there and that was happening yeah and uh so it was a stressful time for the country Mm. but also like it was exam time so this boy anyway it it rocked the school and i wish i hadn't looked it was good Mm. to listen to people Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but it was it was heartbreaking i remember the school was everyone was heartbroken but such a different culture in that uh, I remember the next day the parents coming in and and uh, bowing and, you know, they were saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because their son had done this. And it, it mm. just shocked me because I was like, in our culture, that wouldn't have happened. No. We would have been <laughs> like... It would have been different, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. So those, I think, are the two. There's so many, yeah. but the two that I would say my highlight and probably the lower point. Mm-hmm. But super cool. Mm-hmm. Ah, talk your ears off. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we were in the last year. And we had gone to the beach with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived outside a city called Pohang on the university campus with the other profs. And we were surrounded one side. You looked out your window and it's all rice fields. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you could see the mountains in far, far distance. But you could also see there is a water as well, beach. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we went and we were taking pictures, and it was too cold to swim. And Josh was crawling around. He's a baby. And the Lord spoke to me. So the Lord has only audibly spoke to me twice in my life, and the first time was in grade 9. Yeah. And the last time <laughs> was on that beach. 
And uh, Wayne was over talking to the couple that we we were at, we were showing the beach to actually, and um, new professors at the school. Mm-hmm. And the Lord spoke to me, and He's like revealed that where we were standing was exactly where the Lord had called me to be. Mm-hmm. And he, it was like, for such a time as this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being obedient. Like, I didn't hear that. I heard for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I knew that God was happy that I'd been obedient. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know our time was ending there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like the last season of being there when the lord said this is where you're supposed to be you thank you you've been faithful um yeah and not even knowing that my season was ending there by choice but uh that's an encouragement for those who the lord speaks to you but you don't see things happening and you're like lord did i did i really hear you was it bad food the night before (laughs) what's going on it's Mm -hmm. been years Mm -hmm. but it's in the waiting it's in the obedience moving forward when you're not sure what you're moving forward toward Mm -hmm. that god blesses you that's Mm -hmm. so good yeah yeah it's pretty cool wow Mm -hmm. okay what would you say um something that god has been teaching you throughout the week what that you would like to encourage yeah recently recently (laughs) that you'd like to encourage Uh, our viewers with Oh, God is faithful. Mm. Uh, the beginning of the week, we always pray with the staff, and the Lord kept saying to me, you know, invite his presence. Invite the Spirit to be in this place. He is already, yes. but invite him. Invite him. Give him authority over every area of your life. And and so I've been doing that this week, and there are things that we don't see the outcomes. There are things that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are needs and wants. And the Lord was saying to me, commit your ways to me. You've done this before. Mm-hmm. And and see my spirit move mm-hmm. in the church, in the community, in your family. Mm-hmm. And so this is the beginning of the week, and it's not even the end of the week yet. Yeah. And I've I've already seen in a in a few uh, encounters with others how God has already begun to just do His work, and mm-hmm. His Spirit is just He's the He's what we need to be pressing in toward. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, uh, thank you. We, <laughs> I like learning that story. <laughs> I knew you had been to South Korea, but I didn't really know the details. So. Yeah, thank you for joining us. It was yeah. an amazing conversation. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed. Uh, thanks for viewing. Thanks for liking and subscribing. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>